Hello, Choose Love friends. We're back for another Choose Love podcast, focusing on what we all have in common as human beings, the want and need to love and be loved. We all want to feel like we belong, to be accepted, to be seen, and to be heard. Choose Love teaches essential life skills that we can all learn to help us lead meaningful and productive lives that are connected, resilient, and maybe most importantly, enable us to have a lot of fun. Today, we have a very special guest and dear, dear friend of Choose Love and me personally, Terry Lee Cafferty. Terry Lee Cafferty is a successful artist and entrepreneur. She is a professional photographer. And as a side note, I've actually had several professional sessions with Terry Lee, including one for People Magazine and a cover for Strive Magazine. And it was amazing. Some of my favorite pictures ever taken of myself. Uh, and Terry Lee's also been featured in Learning Tree Publishing, Music Video and Film Stills, Sony Records Album Cover Art, Newport Art Museum, Beauty and Lifestyle, Mommy Parents Choice Awards, NAPCP, uh, Silverbox Creative Studio, the Revelation Project, I could actually go on and on. She is a Rhode Island blogger. She's a mom of two wonderful boys and has a company called Lovesome Images with a brand new awesome card line, a percentage of the proceeds of which benefit the Jesse Lewis Choose Love movement. She is amazing. I love her inside and out. She also just happens to be married to a big time rock star, John Cafferty of the John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. But maybe my favorite thing about her, aside from her heart, is the fact that she is our Choose Love Rhode Island ambassador and responsible for bringing the program soon to be the entire state. Terry Lee, welcome. Hey, Scarlett. You know, it's so interesting as an adult, had conversations with friends. It's like, how do you meet friends? Well, I have the incredible opportunity to be meeting people all over the country and then finding forever friends like I found in you. And I really appreciate that. And I think about how we met and it was actually at your sister's daycare center in Connecticut. And she had me come in and give a presentation mm -hmm. to parents as she was going to be a Choose Love daycare. And she invited you you actually drove from rhode island to listen to choose love and you decided to become involved but you know i think a lot of people sit in an audience and think oh this is great you know i'd like to do something and then they get distracted but you didn't you listened the message resonated with you and you went home and you actually what we call practice compassion and action you literally created a movement within your own state. Maybe you could talk about why you were so moved to do that and maybe give people an example of how it can be done. Okay, well, I had a conversation with my sister 
and we were talking about I don't know I was really worried about kids at the time and uh, the kids that I was talking to seemed to need something and I don't know it was in my head that I wanted to maybe bring meditation to the schools because I do yoga and I know a lot of yoga teachers and that's when she invited me to your talk because she said that you really need to see what this is all about because if you want to bring something to the schools I think you're really going to love this. So I did and it was Choose Love was exactly in alignment with everything that I had been drawn to learning when it comes to coping and everyday life, but more importantly when we're challenged in times of pain and suffering, which is inevitable, right? And so all my interactions with these teenagers and children because I'm a children's photographer, you know, it just became obvious that they needed ways of coping that was missing. So Choose Love was a no-brainer and we didn't have it in Rhode Island. So I just took it from there and we got you to my photography studio and I invited the school community and some legislators and parents. We had a teacher that was there and she took it and ran with it and now we have it all over the state of Rhode Island. So it is really, really amazing. And it's literally that. kind of just the very foundation of how a movement is created and perpetrated by what you did. It's word of mouth. It's having a conversation with your sister. It's saying, you know what? I'm just going to have a get together. And you had people come. Uh, in fact, your son invited his teacher who was also instrumental in getting it into her school district. And it just went on from there. And your courage in taking it to your superintendent and politicians was also instrumental in right. all of that. And we also ended up having conference at a university up there. And we had mm -hmm. hundreds of attendees from even out of state. So you've done quite a bit for the Choose Love movement, all very appreciated, obviously by us, but also by now the kids and educators that are benefiting from the program and everything that it teaches. So it's really amazing. And I just wanted you to talk about that so that, you know, people that are listening thinking, yeah, I believe that social and emotional learning is important. I like what the Choose Love movement teaches. It's no cost. Yeah, it is part of the solution. I've, I'm not really sure what to do. And so I love giving examples of what can be done with a little bit of effort. So right. we really appreciate you, Terry Lee. It's so amazing. I think that part of the reason that I, I resonate with you so strongly is that we're both artists, maybe different mediums. I actually love taking pictures and I've always loved photography. Um, I'm not anywhere in your realm, but I love that. And I paint, you can be an artist in different ways, but why did you get into photography? And, and why was it photography that you chose? I'm just curious. Well, Honestly, when I first started taking pictures was way back when I was graduating from college. And I had that feeling of, you know, time was moving really fast. And at the time, of course, taking pictures wasn't just having cell phone that you can click a picture anytime you right. wanted to. You actually had to have a right. camera. I um, remember that. <laughs> but I, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and I just felt like I wanted to save time. And that's what made me pick up a camera for the first time. I'm always inspired by the human spirit. I've learned to be an observer and somehow I've just been given this mm -hmm. ability to see things that other people might not notice. I'm inspired by the feeling that time passes and that, you know, that whole melancholic feeling when we feel it and somehow we want to savor it and create an image that helps us feel better by being able to look at it and feel something and see something within mm. ourselves. You know, I love those moments, the, the in-between. When, when I photograph a family or a child, I love the in-between moments, the glance, you know, the thought, the moment when there's a connection because, you know, children remind us what's important and that's the present moment. You know, I'm inspired by their awe, I'm inspired by their wonder. And I, I just, I strive to preserve that so that we never forget our own awe and our own wonder as we get older, become more distracted by life and our responsibilities. When I photograph, you know, nature of any kind, there's that same undeniable universal energy that connects us all to one another. And when I look through the lens at the magic in a flower or a landscape or the texture of water, I realize I don't mm. have to be in charge and there's a bigger plan. And I remember that beautiful things will bloom and happen after the longest seasons of waiting. You know, my hope is that people can see and feel that. Oh my, that is That's like a poem. Basic. Everything that you just said is absolutely gorgeous. And I, and I love that thought of being in the present moment. And it reminds me that sometimes when I'm talking, I actually show the last picture of Jesse. And that was when he was standing by my car that morning, he's going off to school and I, I practice being present with my kids. And maybe, maybe that's part of the photography thing, capturing that moment. But I saw that he had written um, with his little fingernail and the frost on the side of my car, I love you. And he'd drawn hearts in all my windows. And I thought, this is one of life's moments. This is why we're here. This is, there's nothing better than this. And I ran in, got my phone, which is now our camera. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, my camera, at least. And then uh, came mm -hmm. out and positioned right. him by the message, took a picture of him. I remember even deleting one because it was overexposed. And then took another picture, which is still overexposed. And then uh, took a close-up of the little message that he wrote, I love you. And then gave him a kiss and sent him off. And I think... Wow, how poignant. And I say when I'm speaking that being present in the moment with the ones that you love is the key to living life with the fewest regrets. And I feel like far too many people get caught up in anxiety and fear and distraction and they miss what's right in front of them. This is it. This is life. And that's why we teach presence, the power of being present in the program, because we have to learn how to be present, even to be able to thoughtfully respond to whatever's happening to us. It's just so important. And I love, love, love that you brought that up. That is so, so true. And there's nothing more powerful than that. I remember that moment, the first time I saw your presentation, that photo of Jesse. Yeah, you know, I was just up in Maine with Incredible. my mom. We were sharing our book list right. and 
She was talking about a book by a Holocaust uh-huh. survivor. The title was something like A Boring Evening at Home. That was the title of the book. And the yeah. premise of the book is that if she could have just gotten back to that, a boring evening at home, she didn't realize that that was really heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to preserve those That's moments right. and, and just to be reminded in a photograph. And by the way, I think that's what your photographs do. They're so special. Anybody listening, you have to go to Terry Lee's website, terryleecafferty.com. And you have to look at her images because you really do have this incredible ability to capture that moment that moment in time that other people miss. It's almost like you capture those micro moments of joy that Dr. Tom Przinsky, our positive psychology professor, talks about those micro moments of joy that are in your life every single day. They're in all of our lives, but mostly we go through the day and we don't recognize them. And you are able to capture in something that I would just walk past, right? A micro moment of joy in your photographs. And I encourage everybody to go see them because you'll see what I'm talking about. Thank you, Scarlett. You know, I guess being the fourth of five sisters, I had no choice but to be an observer and a good listener. I think that they have made me more aware and compassionate sometimes about what other people are thinking and feeling. And I think that's what people see when they see a beautiful photo. You know, they see something that lights them up inside that they can relate to that, you know, makes them feel something one way or another. That's what we're trying to do with our art, right? We're trying to connect in some way, connect to our hearts, connect to other people. What do you say all the time? Mm -hmm. We all just have the want and need to love and be loved. That's the basis of it all, really. And being present, and when you observe children, they Mm. are already present. They're in awe of everything, and it makes you in awe of everything around you. Because we get older, and you know, we start to get distracted with everyday life. You're right. Being with my boys, all I wanted to do was play with them because then you get down on their level and you start seeing things through their Mm -hmm. eyes. And there's this sense of, play Mm -hmm. and fun that I think that we lose as adults. And then when did we lose that sense of awe? And being Mm -hmm. present enables us to get back to that so that you see these everyday things and you think, wow, like I didn't realize uh, walking outside how tall my tulip tree is and how actually there are gorgeous actual flowers on this tulip tree. Are you kidding me? Because I've walked back and forth for years (laughs) to my car, commuting to work and getting the boys to daycare. And I never looked up. Wow. It gives you goosebumps. And, and you know what, your photographs are a great reminder to us to get back to that place in us. And now is the perfect time during COVID-19 we're home And we really need to be mindful of that boring evening at home and how precious this time is and really being present with the opportunity to be able to spend time together. I see that happening everywhere I go during this pandemic. And um, I think people are learning to appreciate the simpler things in life. 
And I need the Choose Love formula every day. I, I use, use it, it every, every day. day. I, I mean, all day long. <laughs> I, re- I remember this scenario where I was talking to at-risk youth and they were actually confined and I had 30 minutes with them. And so afterward, one of them sets, he goes, how do you make all that look so easy? And actually this goes into the next question I was going to ask you. And I was like, Mm. oh my gosh, this, yes. Do I have a buttoned up presentation? I do because I've given it for seven years now. Uh, This is just a small part of it. But did I have to practice my brave breath? Did I have to do my brave pose before I got up here? Absolutely. Do I have to tick off gratitudes all day long to shift my mind from negative, sad thinking to grateful thinking? all day long. Do I have to work on my forgiveness? (laughs) And yeah, all day long, still, still, you know, forgiveness starts with a choice, but then it becomes a process. And of course it's absolutely worth it, but it's something that I work on every single day. And we're talking about being present, but being present to to understand that you do need to step outside of everything that's going on in your life. Everybody has a lot going on, even distraction, even right. your own pain, your own suffering, even your own fear and, and help someone else. And when we've done that, we're choosing love. And that kind of leads me into what I was going to ask you, because you have so much going on because uh, you not only are a wife and a mom to two boys, you have your own business, you're an artist, you're married to a rock star you've got so much going on. You're our choose love ambassador. And that takes hours and hours every week monitoring and signing on new schools and being the contact for Rhode Island. How do you manage to do all that and not get overwhelmed? Well, I do get overwhelmed (laughs) just like everybody else. I think that we all have a lot on our plates. Let's face it. But for me, there is this deep sense of responsibility because I feel so blessed in so many ways. And being in service to others is what makes me happy. It gives me purpose. And it's always been important to me to find ways to give back. And it comes back tenfold in so many ways. I'm overwhelmed and some days I'm out of the flow. And if I'm not choosing love, I'm not feeling right. And, you know, not practicing courage and things like that. And You know, but when I do, you know, you find the time, you find the time because I do feel blessed and I do feel that it's my responsibility to reach out and give back and connect with people. When you do step outside of yourself, look beyond yourself and help and do things for other people, Mm -hmm. even the science says that you get that back tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold. I say all the nurturing, healing, love that you give out, you get back. And it's really true. And and that also leads yeah. to finding meaning and purpose in your life. And, and a purpose in your life is outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find a purpose somewhere inside you. It is outside of yourself. And it is in serving others and and being there for others. And I really feel like, I'm sure you have multiple purposes, but I really feel like your art and your photography 
is your purpose above and beyond, you know, being a, a mom and a wife and a supporter and caregiver and all of that and a choose love ambassador, but your photography is spectacular. It's something very special. And that leads me into your new card line that I want everybody to go on your website and check out. What was the inspiration for that? It's something that I've wanted to do since I was in my 20s. I feel that, first of all, I wanted to save people time. And I always love taking an image and matching it with the right words. And I, I've collected quotes all of my life. So I wanted to marry the two and start this greeting card line. I knew that it's time had come, number one, when I met you and Choose Love would be someone that I would donate a portion of the profits to. I knew that it was time to get it going. And then the other thing was as soon as COVID hit and I was stuck in the house, it was a no brainer. <laughs> I had to take it to fruition. Basically, I feel like the right card can help you stay connected with all your favorite people in a meaningful way. There's nothing else like giving and receiving the perfect card to make someone's day. Mm. And sending mm. love, which is the name of the greeting card line, sending love, we're choosing love, right? And sending love is the greatest gift there is. You know, I made these cards with love. I define them by creativity and they're meant to inspire us. It was my ambitious endeavor to embody love, connection, humor, and maybe moving humanity forward a little bit through art, through products and with a heartfelt business strategy. I you know, love that. And I think now <laughs> you're right. Now is the perfect time for that because now when, first of all, we're so isolated right now. And even before COVID, loneliness was an epidemic where half of Americans said that they were lonely. And now after COVID, of course, we don't mm -hmm. have statistics yet. But you can only imagine with the social distancing and isolation that people are having to do or, mm -hmm. or doing to protect themselves. I could not imagine a better time really in the history of the universe to launch a card line where you could take a little bit of time that you have time <laughs> How about that to sit down to to write a little right, note right. to somebody that you love, telling them that you're thinking about them, that you care about them, sending some nurturing, healing love, and then putting it in the mailbox. And I know that every time I receive a card from somebody that has taken the time to sit down, the card itself is a joy, and then the message is a joy. It doesn't have to be a long missive. It doesn't have to be a book. It can just be you know, I'm thinking about you and I love yeah. you. And wow, does that really brighten somebody's day? And that is literally choosing love. And that is literally what we were talking about before, which is compassion in action, which is giving that nurturing, healing love out. And think about what you're going to get back when you do that. You can make someone's day, you know, they can be having a bad day and you can make them smile just by putting that card in the mail and saying, I'm thinking of you or taking the time to find just the right thing to say, you know, that's going to make someone smile and make them happy and make them feel connected and connect you with them. I mean, it's just all about connection, right? For me, that's, that's what it is. We just want to. And it's different from lot, sitting so. down at your computer and writing an email. That's what we do for work. And 
it's different than receiving an email or an electronic text. This is different. Right. Oh, it's different. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe this company will move into more of a digital product, you know, along the way. I kind of envision a, a digital product as well. But right now, I just love these paper cards. And I think the people who are using them and buying them are absolutely loving them. It's brand new. There's only 24 designs, but with lots more to come. And I just want to make sure that all the listeners know that a portion of the profits are going to the Peace Love Movement. And, you know, that's really important to me. So check them out on my site. You just click on the shop link and pick up cards. I love that, you know, what I learned through helping develop this program and this movement has completely changed my life, changed the way that I think and that I look at things. Despite my personal tragedy, my life is better. And I know that you feel the same way, Terry Lee, because we've been through this journey together. I mean, you we met when I was just starting out mm -hmm. and you were really a foundational support for me during that time. And we kind of went through this journey together of Choose Love and you've watched us grow and change and struggle and flourish and all, all sorts of things. And you've stayed with us through all of that, which I, I will always love you for, but you <laughs> definitely have a really big heart and that is obvious in everything that you do everything that you do with the movement it's obvious in your card line it's obvious with you as a friend and everything that I know about you you literally live to serve which is amazing it's something that I'm newer to <laughs> I will say and I have to admit um, I didn't live my life that way before my son was murdered. And then I realized, oh, that's the only way to live your life, to heal and to find the meaning and purpose that I was looking for. But you came by that. You knew that even before we met. How did you learn that? Well, I, I think that that was partly nature, you know, just and yeah. partly nurture. I mean, like I said, I was the fourth of five sisters. I had no choice but become an observer and a good listener. And I think this might have made me more aware and compassionate about what other people are feeling. I don't know. I had to learn that everyone else's happiness wasn't my responsibility mm. along the way, by the way. Um, but growing up in a large family, you know, it's inevitable that you take your place in your birthing order. I'm the empath of the bunch. You know, I think I have an empathic heart, but now that I've learned choose love and learning about compassion with Dr. Chris Cook, I can see that I can use my empathy as a superpower, but only by not taking on the pain of others. But instead, I use that compassion in action piece to make a difference and help because that's what makes me the happiest. So that was just a big takeaway for me. I don't think people realize this. When you put mm -hmm. yourself in somebody else's shoes, that's a painful process. That lights up the same receptors in your brain as physical pain. And there's empathy burnout. There's empathy fatigue. And we're seeing that now, but it's a really, really important distinction to make and to understand that compassion has two components. 
there is the identifying the mm -hmm. empathetic component but then there's the action component when you actively do something to help ease another's pain and that's the portion where all of i say the nurturing healing love that you give out you get back and that's also backed up by science mm -hmm. so true terry awesome. lee i want to ask if you have any last pearls of wisdom for us or anything that you would like to share with our audience? Um, I think that anyone who learns the choose love formula, which is the four components of courage, gratitude, mm -hmm. forgiveness, which is a big one, and compassion and action you'll make better decisions and you will learn how to take mm. a step back and pause before reacting to your triggers. You will have the tools to understand how your thoughts and emotions can be managed by understanding your brain. And, you know, I guess the greatest lesson for me, even though they are all very important and ethical and moral values that we need to live a heart-centered life without a high level of anxiety, uh, I think the forgiveness piece is the key. We had a conversation mm -hmm. another day and we talked about a book that you had read and you used the quote, mm -hmm. without forgiveness, mm -hmm. we're living in the concentration camps of our mind. That's from The Choice by Dr. Egger. And wow, um, right. and the amazing thing that Choose okay. Love teaches is that we have the key to let ourselves out. And without it, we will never be free. Yes, very important. With forgiveness, I can take my personal power back. You know, and I learned that from you and I disconnect from the pain. I feel better and I do better and mm -hmm. my creativity soars through the roof. Without it, I feel stuck. So with everything that's going on in the world today, you know, I think it's more important now more than ever that we use these principles and strategies that can help heal the multitude of mental health issues that are brought on right now with all the sadness and the trauma, especially now in this pandemic and the light on the racial injustice to help people move through all these emotions by acknowledging the pain, using the formula to change their thoughts and reactions. There is just way too much power in that. These simple adjustments can have the ability to change the world and how we navigate through life with each other, in our homes and collectively in our communities. As an ambassador, you have taken these core components into your own life and you've learned and grown from them. And I think that's the beautiful takeaway mm -hmm. that people can have from this, that this is powerful, what we're talking about. And it's not just a program that you're yeah. bringing into schools. This is for yourself. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. I saw my son absorb these principles and it helped to mold his character and it gave him a sense of meaning and purpose. Both of my sons practice these principles and they're able to navigate their relationships based on their emotional intelligence. Wow. I mean, I remember creating the original Choose Love Enrichment program years ago and with, you know, our whole group and we would get together late at night because everybody had full-time jobs. We'd be on the call for hours, yeah. but the last 15 minutes of the call, we would all be saying, oh my gosh, I wish we had known this. I wish we had known this when we were younger. Our lives would have been different. Yeah. And not that they aren't what they were supposed to be. It's just that these are incredible, life-transforming, life-saving tools. And it's 
just sometimes even just the awareness is it gives you the ability to see from a different yes. lens and could change everything about your life. It's, it's personal empowerment. Right. That's why I love it. That's why I think it's so important. I wish I had it when I was a child. I wish I, I think every single school should be teaching choose love every single school. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted my cards to be something that would benefit this movement. Oh, Terry Lee, so, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for your love and support all these years. And, and thank you in advance for the rest and the beautiful card line, which is such a gift. I have my cards at home. I encourage everyone to visit Terry Lee and her new card line on her website, terryleecafferty.com. And just thank you so much for all that you've done for the Choose Love movement and also your modeling of what this could look like in other people's lives because we want this to spread. It is a movement and anybody can join the movement. We're all connected by the want and need to love and be loved. So this is literally for everyone. And so thank you for being a model for others and, and hopefully it inspires and motivates others to join as well for their own lives and also for their schools, homes, and communities. So thank you very much, Terry Lee. Thank you, Scarlett. And thank you, everyone. Love you so much. And I will see you next time, everyone listening on the Choose Love podcast. Thank you and have a lot of fun. It's all part of us, we can all choose love, it'll lift you up.